Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Revealing the Mind. We're extremely glad to have you be a part of our conversation and the journey as we explore what being a man is. What is a man? Who is a man? And when do I become a man? From a boy to a man, the boy becomes a man with a shaky foundation and a whole lot to unlearn. My name is Olumide, my co-host is Bimbo. We are here with more questions and answers. We will talk about a range of topics from normal to controversial, you heard that right, and all this affects us and all the men around us. Welcome to the show, glad to have you with us. Now, why, why do men cheat? That's a, that's a, that's a pretty interesting question. Um, I can't really answer why men cheat. I just know that men do. Um, and most men do, if not all men. And cheating necessarily, doesn't necessarily have to start with um, or start end with sleeping with another woman. Um, cheating, I guess, it comes in, in various forms as well. Why do men cheat? I, I feel like over time, a man has, where boys, that never really grew out of being boys. We, we grow in terms of our physical structure. Yeah, of course, mentally we grow as well, but there's a, there's a liking to what we, what we've, you know, what we're used to as kids and that goes on over time. Man likes to conquer. Man likes to play. Um, if you look at kids, or boy, for example, little boys like to play with guns. Um, little boys like to play with with, with um, toy cars and, and things like that. And over time, I don't think that really changes. I ju- I just think what we like to play with transcends. <laughs> so I would play with women then. Well, yeah, in a way. <laughs> That's not fucked up. No, that sounds very fucked up. No, but it's the truth. But, I mean, it sounds fucked up. You're not going to play something now. No, but when I say play, not physically play, also mental mental game. A man, for example, would uh, just want to know if he's still a man. Uh, if after he's been dating for a while, he's been serious with one person for a while, and sometimes you just feel like, okay, let me just try my luck. Not necessarily because I'll speak from experience. So I... In the past, you gotta be very careful. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So I, I, in the past, of course, before I got married, <laughs> of course, before I got married, okay. I, in the past, have been one to talk to a woman and try to get a phone number, not necessarily because I wanted to do anything with her, but just because I wanted to know if I could, I could get a phone number, and because maybe it's been a long time since I got a, a woman's phone number, and you know, I just wanted to know if I still have it in me. To get it, so I mean, I feel like for men, she for different so, reasons. Getting a sort of uh, a chick's number is not the same. I guess it's not really cheating. I think cheating is more. It's we're talking about take, crossing that line of making it sexual or making it inappropriate. So getting a phone number it can be healthy. Having a conversation, having coffee, can be a bit healthy. So let's talk about like cheating, where you're crossing that line, where it's like. If you also, if your girlfriend saw you at that point with that chick, then it would have been a big issue or like even a breakup. So why do men do it for different reasons? Because like, um, there's a book that I read uh, a while ago called Five Love Languages. Um, five Love Languages. Yes, I, have you ever read it before? I haven't. I'm okay. Curious now. Okay, so it's Five Love Languages. I'm sure loads of listeners probably have have heard, read of it or listened to, to it, maybe audio or whatever before. So it just talks about how we have different love languages and they are uh, five. Acts of, so acts of, acts of service, um, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, touch and gifts. So um, if I was married or if I had a relationship and um, my girlfriend liked to get gifts and I was, you know, if I was Given her gifts, I'm giving her a love language. Now, if she's, if I'm not the type of person that really particularly likes receiving gifts, but I like, um, well, let me see. 
acts of service or, or words of affirmation. I like words of affirmation, for example. I'm a poet. So I like for you to tell me I, li- I love you, I care about you. I mean, I love all that mushy shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just do. Uh, or, you know, you're rubbing my ego. You're telling me how much of a good person I am to you. Even if I wasn't good, I would want to be good because you, you believe I'm good. So if I'm if she's giving me a love language that is not mine, most times I'm going to re- respond to it in a different way. Like, you know, I don't really think you love me because you're not speaking my love language because you're not giving me what I want. Um, if I can give you the gifts, but don't give me gifts in return because it doesn't really tell me don't give me gifts in return and then not spend time with me or don't give me gifts in return and not tell me how, how good of a man I am. I'd rather you gave me, t- told me I'm a good man than you gave me gifts. So that's one of the reasons why people cheat, just not just men or women. So for example, if my wife has given me, um, gifts and I, on the other hand, don't like to receive gifts. I like what, um, words of affirmation and she's not doing that for me. What happens is, and I've tried to tell her over time, like, listen, this is what I like, but because you're not listening or because you don't understand the love language, you're like, I'm just going to continue to give you gifts because that's what I know how to do. Over time, I'm going to gravitate towards a person that would give me words of affirmation. A person that sees another chick is probably going to see me out and compliment me. And that's how cheating starts. So it's not just about men or women. Same thing goes for women. There are loads of times that, um, okay, so I heard when PDD was dating Jennifer Lopez. Um, she wanted to spend, that's what I heard. I, I mean, I don't know if, how she is. She wanted to spend more time with him, but he was so busy, but he was sending her gifts and just telling her he cared about her. But she wanted to physically see him. She wanted to be around him because that's what her love language is. And that's what defined love for her. So I think that's one of the reasons why people cheat. Men or women. You know, I, I, I think I rambled for... <laughs> nah, um, I actually like the idea of the love language. But I think the way I'm interpreting that is like um, almost loving the way I want to be loved. Now from a different angle that's also a level of insecurity then because that means we're looking for something outside of us versus finding it within us you know um if i love myself enough then i maybe i should understand that if my wife doesn't hold my hands that that doesn't mean she doesn't love me you know um because there's where where as humans or as beings i'm not sure we can ever be satisfied so you know i like affirmations i like you know, the whole mushy shit as well too. But sometimes if you're with somebody, I guess even if you're with somebody who doesn't give you all those things, like you probably feel a level of, let's say, emptiness. But I don't know. I mean, it's where I am right now. I, I know that I have had yearnings in the past that they were just my own insecurities. They were my way of just hold, holding on to memories of the past where things were a certain way, but we need to change. You know, it, I don't know. I, I'm, I get it. And I, I think it's it's a legit, definitely like a legit stand, but hmm, the idea that, so let's say you like classical music right now, you like drinking wine, why doesn't you like drinking wine? Um, is that enough reason to go on and drink wine with some other woman? And then should your wife now be forced to be that person? Should your wife be forced to be that person that you want her to be versus her being herself. I mean, look at it like we have kids. You know, your kids may not have the same interests you have. So would you love her less? Well, you know what? You're right. Because, um, I mean, I think uh, there's a there's a, a side to every coin. And I understand where you're coming from. But also, we also have to understand that part of the reasons why we are we actually even get married or are in relationships is because we, all human beings have a void. And we've been told they have a void. Um, or we don't have a void. Okay, well, yeah. well, well, all, yes, you're right. All human beings have been told that we have, we have a void and we, and regardless of how we look at it, everyone has an insecurity. Everybody does. <laughs> 
some people have more than others. And our insecurities come from from how we're raised, from all our experiences, or, or generally. So when you are dating someone, you tend to gravitate towards the type of person that helps with those insecurities. Well, that's kind of like how I look at it. Like helps with those insecurities. Say that again because I'm trying to understand it. So when you're dating someone or when you're picking someone to date, you tend to pick a, a person that has the ability to help manage or help not necessarily hide or maybe even hide your insecurities and make you feel... So for example, um, if I remember, I'll give an example as well, a personal example. And it's happened to me quite a number of times. When people tell me, you know, because, you know, I'm a fitness guy and I've been to fitness for a while. And even when I started, people would say things like, ah, Bimbo eats very healthy. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm a health freak. I eat very healthy and blah, blah, blah. But I know, I knew that within myself that I was eating less of a bad stuff, but not necessarily more of a good things. So I wasn't particularly eating healthy. I just wasn't eating as bad as other people. But when the more people told me, ah, Bimbo is a guru at this, Bimbo is a guru at this, the more I wanted to learn, the more I wanted to become a guru at, at it. And the same thing goes for relationships. If your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever it is t- keeps telling you things like you're a good person or you know you have a good heart, or um, you, you're a provider. Even if you're not a provider, you want to start becoming a provider. And the, the same thing goes the negative way as well. Like if, a pers- if your wife keeps telling you you're no good, you're, you're, you know, or your husband keeps telling you you're a piece of shit, whatever the case is, over time, you're going to start thinking, maybe I am a piece of shit. You know, so everyone has a level of insecurity. And I think that in order to have a proper synergy in a way we kind of find the person that we think nicely matches our insecurities and helps us either um mask it or um you know or help it or help us you know be better people that's what we i mean i I guess that that's that's my point of view growing up we pick up habits that helps us Either survive or just help us, helps us fit into the tribe, into the world we're in. And this is usually like, that's called a mask that we wear. Now, my own example would be, I always felt the need to be of help to people. Like I always wanted to connect with people. And usually that would mean that you're attracted to people that need help. You know, it's like the doctor, he needs a sick patient, you know, um, now, if a doctor meets a healthy patient, can I have a connection? Maybe not. So I, I think that, I'm careful saying this, I think that what tends to happen before we get woken, we enlighten is because of how broken we are as people, we, we, we tend to move towards people that, we move towards people that helps us, it confirms the fears that we have or the insecurities that we have. I don't think they make us stronger. I think they actually make us because it's it's almost like coming from a this is hard to explain, but coming from a place where your footing is not solid on the, on the ground, I don't think anything you step on is going to be solid because you're you're not sure who you are. Now, whoever you're dating, most of the time it seems that the the people are. I have to come back to this, but so the the example the guy gave was. In his relationship with his mom, that he always had to be the comedian, making making her laugh and everything, and he now found out that he wanted he was taking her approval. Okay, we're getting somewhere now, and he by default started looking for a woman that he that found him funny and was always seeking for their approval as well, and that's not a very unhealthy thing, you know. Um, we all have inner child issues, you know. Something happened in primary school, all that nonsense, and we're looking for that. I. In my own relationships, I felt like I wanted to be the one to almost save somebody, just help the person do whatever, whatever they're going through. And that made me feel like I was adding value to their life versus 
Did you, did you, if you don't mind me asking, and uh, sorry for interrupting, did you, would you also feel that you wanted a person to add value to your life or you just felt like you're the, you're the Jesus Christ that just wanted to help other people? We're actually going away from the chilling topic, but let, let's, let me answer that then we kind of get back on the chilling stuff. Um, so there's a self-sacrifice, let's call it self-sacrifice. There's a part of it that feels like giving is more powerful than receiving. But I know now that when you give too much and you, and you don't get anything back or you're giving too much, then they, again, it's also you're chasing something that you're not balanced with. And that's almost how I, I was for a long time. Now I'm, I'm more, I'm trying to find a better balance within myself to say, why do I always feel the need to be that kind of person to this person? Like, is it because they'll look at me differently? You know, is that what I should care about? And then what do I really want to do? But anyway, um, that would, this would be another topic. Anyway, um, so let's talk about why men cheat, like sex, physically. Because oh, emotionally, okay, it's okay. very, very, okay. Uh, it's complicated, you know. Uh, um, why men cheat physically? I mean, I, I again, this is uh, uh, a test run. Actually, uh, this might just go up live. Okay. Well, I think one of the reasons why men cheat is there's a saying that men think about sex every five, every five seconds or whatever the case is. I think men have, we, again, like I said before, there's a quest to conquer. There's a quest to play. There is, um, there's a desire to, 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 you know, explore with the opposite sex. I mean, it's if you're if you're straight, <laughs> um, so I think that's part of the reasons why I men cheat. But I haven't said that they're also um, they're also phys- not physical, but they're also mental reasons why I men cheat. Not that they're me- they're not mentally stable, but <laughs> maybe we're, maybe we're not mentally stable. But there's a mental part of it. That's why I said. That's why I talked about the. Uh, Five love languages. But if you're talking about the sexual part of it, like when, what happens most times in a lot of relationships is you meet a Miss, 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 Miss X or whatever, and you're dating her. And when you guys are dating, you have a lot of fun. You have no, you really don't have a lot of cares in the world. You can travel together. You can, uh, you know, go to the movies, hang out, and you're doing this on a regular. You don't live together. Um, th- there's a time that she goes home. There's a time you go. There's a time that you go home, and you constantly do this. And it's fun when you want to see each other. But when you get married, the idea of marriage and the responsibilities that come with it are part of the reasons why men you know, feel like, you know, maybe I should, I'm tired of this. Like I'm not, because we're always exploring, we want something new. And then most times a woman has a child, you know, she, her body's not the same. No, but it's the truth. I'm just being honest. Her body's not the same. But I mean, they give, I I have no disrespect. There's a stance that says that most men, when they fuck around, like they don't fuck around with chicks who are finer than their wives. Yeah. That's, that's, so it's not, you going for, uh, no, for, no, no. Tr- trust me, men are very visual. Women are very emotional. Um, uh, uh, most times, there's a there's a setting standard, there's a way that you want your wife to be, and over over time, what happens is because she's had kids, she has work, she she wears more than fifty hats in in, in the house, or you know, being a mother, being a, a a wife, being a, an employee or a business owner, whatever the case is, her, her body changes. Her, her, um, her objectives or what she actually wants out of life actually changes well, as well. Her roles change. Her roles change. That could also be okay. So that's the so, so, so hold on. So a lot of times why men cheat, it's not physical. If it was physical, it's the fundamental aspect reason why men cheat is more mental than it is physical. Unless you as just a guy that just likes to have sex. Okay. 
So um, random sex, which is you know, to each his own. <laughs> my angles are different, and, and I, I think ultimately men should because of insecurities. Some might be hormonal as well, because like you said, we men think about sex about more often. There's this automatic feeling that when you're in a relationship, like you can have access to sex as often as possible. It doesn't happen that way. And then when your wife has you definitely a few times, <laughs> I said no a few times, you know, then you start thinking, you know, you don't feel good about it. And then maybe there's some chick outside who's making you, who's pumping your ego, making you feel like you're a king. And you might explore that. But ultimately, I think it's, it's insecurities and lack of understanding. But I also think that there is a, based on how we're wired from day one. Like, I mean, I'm not abolished or anything like that. I think that, I don't know about how, but I think most animals in the kingdom, <laughs> the, the idea of monogamy is not real. You know, it's what man has put together yeah. to, to, and to, to exist in this society. Well, ultimately, they still haven't addressed the, the hormonal, you know, um, drives that look we didn't get a small dog a puppy after the dog starts humping around the house because it's wired to do that like that's just what it is you know um so i think it's a mix of coupled with maybe wife not giving you enough sex in the house because you've done some dumb shit or you haven't paid for bills in the house and she's upset with you you know and you have that urge to to have sex and you don't have that you don't have that and also even the sex gets boring in the house sometimes i mean that is the case you want to so, so I think we kind of we kind of arriving at the same point. Maybe just in different ways. But at the end of the day, it's the reason why why we cheat is more mental. It's more it's based on emotions more than it is based it's on shallow emotions or based on shallow emotions. Or what's the other one like um it's like a raw instinct, like the animal instinct in us that we, we choose not to tame, but you can tame it. Oh, yeah. You can tame it. I mean, like if someone comes to your house and pisses you off, like you have, you can easily smash his head in, but you know you don't have to do that. So you can tame it. Now, there's even, so like all these athletes, they tell them not to have sex before any games. Is it just at least I thought it was mainly boxing? Well, athletes, any kind of sport. Um, really? Yeah, pick, pick, yeah, they recommend not to because, so I have a list of reasons why I didn't mention and we can expand on, on any one of them. One is being honey. We're honey much. We're, we're probably... I disagree with you. I disagree with you. I think I know what you're about to yeah. say. So I think it's more of, we don't know how to control our horniness more than women. We, women do. Some, most women do. They know how to control it. They know how to control it. Well, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that, I, I don't agree with the fact that men get hornier than w- women. Men are more sexual normally. Ah, like, uh, No. No, I don't think so. But slow down. Get ten guys and get ten women. A higher number of, and get a get a fine boy to walk around, a fine fine girl to walk around. More than likely, the guys will be checking her out in the sense that like it's a natural. Oh, thing. Have you ever been around a woman that? Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm going somewhere. Have you ever been around a woman in your dating life where? Um, you didn't know that she liked you or you weren't aware that she was actually checking you out. And over time, you realize, oh, you know what? This girl has actually liked me for a while and I didn't know anything about this. Women have a natural instinct. They have a natural way of holding things in. I don't know if it's based on um, how they were wired, how they were born, or it's based on religion or tradition or, or what the society wants them to do. But... Trust me, women think about sex and women get as horny, as horny as men, I, I believe, okay, so to a larger extent. They just know, they just have a way of controlling it. That's why if your wife cheated on you, um, chances of you knowing might be slimmer than if you were cheating on her. Well, so... Women know how to keep secrets, man. <laughs> I, I think Trust that me. part of this goes back to what society expects of women and somehow they've been had a brainwashed to suppress it, to not really address or bring the, the inner desires up front. But I, 
I know men and women pick. No, no. I'm, I've heard men and women pick sexually at different times. You know, so maybe a man picks maybe in his you know late twenties, you know early thirties. Yeah, I heard that as well. All their life, that could be, or that could be society not allowing them to express themselves, or the, because the taboos tied to it, or they might get judged by the environment. But anyway, let's let's call it perception of man being hornier. Homos is definitely one that I think again, showman can argue the same, but I think a man, well, hormones and peer pressure. I'm not sure which one is. Which one stands out? The, which one controls that the most? Because if you're around alpha males, and this is talking about money, sex, power, and all that thing, by default, that's the norm in that environment. And then you will start competing days, or you start playing along the lines of those rules. Um, in Lagos, I think a lot has to do with peer pressure, or the idea of testing your manhood. Now, if you watch movies like uh, or shows, or read, yeah, maybe shows like uh, Vikings. Theirs was killing people. In fact, put it this way. Every culture has had a way for men to test them and the boys become men. Some, some of it is tied to circumcision. I think that was that in Some might be going out to hunt and kill like a deer. So there's a test a man has to do and then the reward tied to that. The reward of a man back in the day has always been access to women. You know, um, to some degree, I think that, that's the way it accurate. So there's this, I think there's well, going back, coming back to Lagos, if you're socializing constantly with men, business reasons or social reasons, like sex comes up because it's bound to happen. And then because our culture here, well, this kind of ties into poverty as well. The women don't mind fucking around with married men, right? So it's not, you don't have much to lose. You don't worry about them coming in the house at 8 p.m., or blowing your cover. Like, they're not about to blow your cover. All they want is a trade-off between the access to you, plus maybe money, opportunity, and then you just want dead body at the end of the day. So there's that, There's a, I guess it's easy access and there's that pressure as well. Um, part of it is also a thrill, you know. Um, I think back at the guy who was, who was married to Halle Berry and the singer. Uh, yeah, dreads. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, his, yeah. I'm trying to I remember his name now yeah and he had Halle Berry and you know Halle Berry is one of my future wife <laughs> you know and he fucked around on her you know so sometimes Eric, Eric, Eric Benet okay sometimes it's that thrill of you want something new you want a different a new kind of challenge you know you're driving a car for a long time that sounds really fucked up comparing with a car but like we want change in our life we want a newness of things you know um, we want to change jobs and maybe women think of this differently, but the way men are wired, or some men are wired, is there's that, what's the next thing? What's the next challenge? What's the next opportunity? What's the next step I have to take? And when you have a girl with a big ass coming by your way, or a girl that has power, access, whatever the case is, there's that innate thing that switches inside of you that says, let me go for that deal. I mean, I don't know, I, I, I said a few things, you can jump in, or I can just keep... Going. Okay, no, I mean, I think... You you said a few things and you are right, but uh, and if I was going to compare it to what I said, it's kind of similar, but we're just you know we, we've uh, we, we're expressing it in in different different um, ways. I also feel like um, you know even there's a part of the Bible that says that the heart of man is like the world of the dead, always sick. There's a part of a Bible that says that the heart of a man is like the world of a dead, always seeking room for more. Um, man always wants more. Um, we want more houses, we want more cars, we want more money, we want more women. Uh, we just desire, and I think a society that makes us desire more, more and more. And one of the things that, unfortunately, that we or maybe fortunately, I don't know what it is, that we tend to desire quite a lot of is, uh, is you know, the idea to, the idea of being with women, being with another woman. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think that another reason why men would, um, would cheat or why a man would cheat is because he probably doesn't even know that he was probably fighting inner demons. Uh, well, I don't know if it's inner demons, but he's he's fighting a battle 
between so an, a, a, an, another example is this I'm, I don't know if it's because I'm more of an emotional guy that I keep going to this emotional part of it but I, I feel like there are things that your wife or your girlfriend might be able to give you but um she can give you more than that but then there's somebody else that can give you a little more and maybe it's greed maybe it's an, an insecurity thing maybe it's just the way we're supposed to be who knows maybe if we stop thinking about cheating and we just continue to you know so people that emotional thing is it's a it definitely is a deeper topic and because of some of the things i've been exposing myself to there's nothing nobody can give you that you don't already have or there's nothing nobody can give you that you cannot get yourself but we don't so, know so that's i know yeah but, so but so it, it, it's almost like and that's in fact this is the reason people get married they think that the person completes you nobody's going to complete you but that's the reason why and they think that okay in fact this is an issue of man when i have a million dollars i'll be happier when i have a nice car i'll be happier she always chases something that you don't have to chase. That's and, what. That, that's exactly and, what I. Mean. And and that's something that, when you now start looking within yourself, you realize that that's a journey that you can. In fact, you shouldn't be on and off. So, the, the the need to have somebody, and I've been there. You know, I mean, okay, it's but, but, so, a lot of issues in my own relationships in the past where I felt like I wanted someone to not validate me, but give me something that I wanted. But then, why give that person that power? Okay, but let me ask you another. Let me ask you a question. Where do you draw the line between uh, wanting more of and and just being being complacent? So when I say that, I'm not just talking about women. Um, I'm not talking about women particularly. But okay, so if if there are no standards for how many things you should have in, in the society, in the realm of society, there are no real standards. How do you draw the line? How do you draw the line of, you know what, I've had enough of this and I'm not I'm not going to do this anymore? Let me, I'll take two points out of that. First of all, less is more. Um, and then you probably have to really think deep and ask yourself, like, why do you want something? Multiple times. Now, um, if you ask yourself why multiple times and you're honest with yourself, maybe bounce it off with other people, you will start seeing flaws in your ideas. And sometimes, wait, time is very, very bad. Like, don't happen in emotion. Wait, you know, um, I, I mean, it's, I, I enjoy being emotional, but I know that, not that I regret, but I, in hindsight, I would have done things differently if I was being more patient. You know, um, also, like, we have to be very careful. Again, this is not really the topic we're on, but we were to touch it. We have to be very careful that we don't allow society to set the pace for what our life should be like. You know, so right now, everybody has a G Wagon. Why don't you have a G Wagon? You won't be happy. Now you have a G Wagon, but yours is like 2012, not 2022. You know, it becomes another issue. But well, you know, unfortunately, we all still feed into it. No, 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 no. Yeah, but you, you can. So the thing is, we cannot stop feeding into it, but we have to be more aware of it. That's the difference, you know. Um, and then so we have so to so relate to ourselves constantly because we get carried away. So are you saying that the more we are aware of it, the less we feed into it? So again, this is a quote that I got from someone. It's like, um, if there's a dark room in your house, just really light a candle. That sheds if there's a what? Dark room in your house, light uh -huh. a candle. I'll put a touch like that. It sheds light and then to feel the mystery. So don't run away from your fear. Move towards your fear because you want to conquer it. Then again, easier said than done. Um, so my personal life, I try to plug out from a lot of things, and some, some things I enjoy and I still do, but I'm aware of it, and that gives you power. Then now it's like the matrix versus out of the matrix. So man cheats because he's unaware. Because if he is aware, from what you're saying, no. So I, I think sometimes they cheat because. They value things short term. So he's, so, a, he's always so he's I, unaware of what's, I, what the, what the long term. I think that, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the idea that chilling now is more dangerous for as far as like STDs and shit like that. And there's just extra drama, you know, that it's tough to handle multiple dramas, you know. Um, 
And then obviously the person you go with, you know that intention is not 100% with you. It's they exploit you the way you're exploiting them. And at some point, like, where, where do you draw the line? <laughs> you know, where do you draw the line? That's as a wife that gen- genuinely cares for you and you don't have to hide a lot of shit from her, even though it's okay to hide shit from your wife. You don't have to. But from a side chick, it, it's not that. I mean, you're, you're a bit, especially in, 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 in the, in the, in the, in the terrain here, like, you have to be very, very careful what happens. Anyway, um, trying to get back to my list, I have a few other things. Power as well. Men for granted power. I think, um, power status amongst their peers, you know, imagine I bang Halliburton right now. I'm sure your ass is going to respect me more like that's a bad guy, you know, and there's that thrill that a guy wants because... I, I, I would if I wasn't aware. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, so power as well. Um, there's a quote that I, I read years ago. It says, sex is about power. No, it says, everything is about sex except sex. Sex is about power. And, you know, you hear about guys who want to, again, they don't confidence somebody. You want to show power. And then after that, you dismiss the girl. You know, it's from some of the things I've, you know, you'll, you'll come across. A guy will chase a girl for a while. You know, play his cards right. And then once she's giving it up, he's, he's, he's moving on. You know, because again, it's because men tolerate side chicks, but they don't even tolerate. But they, I think they, they tolerate side chicks, but not their wives. They care. Well, I did it. They care enough. They care more for their wives. Put it, okay, let me no, put it no I think I, I think men tolerate their wives. Oh, okay. What I'm trying to say. So what I'm trying to say with that is the reason why take out the legal contract that a man has with his wife, right? A man will put up a lot, a lot more shit from his wife than a side chick. Like it won't take you more to cut her off. Yeah, because there are no strings attached to you, and there, there's no hold on if, with your wife, for example. I said take out the legal contract. Uh, no, I take out the fact that you have kids. Uh, well, <laughs> you've taken everything out. She's a side chick. <laughs> but it's the truth. You take that out. She is a side chick. She has. Do you know how many men would walk away from their homes if they didn't have? If, I, if they didn't have a wife? Yeah. Bill Maher says something recently. He's like, um. Why would you want to invite the government to come into your relationship, which is what marriage is, you know? Um, and that's heavy. Again, another topic. So, yeah, but, but sorry, can I just? But we invite government to run a lot of things for us. It's not just now relationships. So we we invite the society to to uh, tell us who we are as people. We um, we listen to society more than we listen to ourselves. And when I say ourselves, I'm not talking about you and your wife, but even yourself, you're in itself, you know. And I guess it just is what it is. What it is, man. This topic is is very interesting, but it's never going to change. People are. Some people are going to be aware. It's going to get worse. Yeah, of course. Some people are going to be. Uh, if I do get my accepted, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? The funny thing is that the people that are aware, the people that are aware that, you know, less is more, are more, are seen as, seen more as outcast to the general public. I don't know if that makes sense. The people, if you're aware that less is more, and you're aware that, you know, I shouldn't cheat, or I should be a little more patient, or whatever the case is, the society actually looks at you a little differently. Which is what everyone should That's be. That's the peer pressure as well, too. And so because it's good for us, doesn't mean that we still don't do it. I mean, look at like, again, by the comparison, like our diet. We're eating bullshit food half the time because it makes us feel good, but long term we're paying for it. Um, well, the thing is, I, I mean, that's my, that's my space. A lot of times we have been brainwashed so much so that we actually believe that the bad food that we're eating is good. So I, I, I'll give you an example. In my house, we eat a lot of, um, well, I don't, but packaged food, my, uh, my, my daughter eats a lot of like stuff that is packaged. And when it says no sugar or healthy snack, my wife believes 
it's hel- it's a healthy snack. And it actually causes some kind of argument between both of us because I'm like, no, this shit is not healthy. If you're a little more aware and you're, you know, you observe these things a little more, you realize that it's not. So over time, I think that we are, there's a poem that I wrote about being, being a, a conflict. We're conflicted within ourselves. There's so many, there are things that we know. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, if we'll stop doing, being a conflict within ourselves when our souls rest, maybe when we die. Yeah. So as long as we're here and I'm having to deal with you, I'm going to have to act according to, I, okay. So for example, we're in my office, we're doing a podcast now. When I woke up this morning, I didn't want to wear clothes. I just wanted to be free. And that's what my instincts, that's what my, I just felt like I wanted to be free. I didn't, what I'm, how I'm dressed now is more because I'm expect, I was expecting you to come. I expect, expecting a guest to come into my office. I didn't want to dress up, but society tells me it's a Monday. It's my office. People are going to come in here. I need to be seen in a certain type of way. And that's why I did it. Otherwise, you'd have come in here and I'd have been bought naked. <laughs> you know, so it's, I think a lot of times where a conflict with, between, not necessarily because I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to say what is right and what is wrong, but just more between what is within us and what is outside of us. And we are always going to be a conflict and men are always going to cheat. Women are always going to cheat. Um, so even with that, um, one of the points I had was also liberation of um, women as well, too. Um, I, I think the fact that obviously religion has is playing less less of a role in our lives. You know, the moral guidances they had before they've been a bit more slack. So it's okay for a woman to fuck, fuck around before she goes, she gets married. It's we almost all grew up in a in a situation where we knew our uncles had girlfriends. <laughs> You know, yeah. it, it was there, you know, and in fact, for a long time, I'm like, it's hard, what well, back then, it's different now because divorce is not a big deal anymore, but most parents, most mothers, would, most wives would not have left their husband because he was fucking around. That's not enough reason. They'll say, someone told you, is he taking care of me and the family? You know, now this is different because back then, again, women were, let's call like second class citizens. They didn't have, you know, the the resources they have now, they didn't have access to jobs that they have now, you know, so now the fact that they're more empowered means that they don't have to put up with man's bullshit, but it also means that they're able to just deal with a man's bullshit if all he wanted was sex, you know, so so it's the, it, it's, you know, culture has changed, you know, um, well, poverty is one reason because it's a trade. The girls who need money the guys who have a hard dick, <laughs> they want to fuck. It's, a, it's an easy trade. And then ultimately, it's even worse here in Nigeria or Lagos because nobody gets upset. In fact, nobody cares how you made your money. So a woman who is a fine chick, who has four or five sugar daddies, nobody's looking at her funny. And a guy who's taking care of his family and has four or five side chicks, because he's, the presentation is matters more than the substance. You know, um, sometimes in the house, sex is boring in the house as well. Um, again, you, you, you kind of touch me with the whole idea of, you know, maybe the physical. Yeah, sex is boring in the house. It gets routine, you know, which is why sometimes you see why couples, you know, role playing, introducing sex toys into the relationship, you know. It might, I, I wonder how, how many men would be comfortable with their wives using a sex toy in front of them. That's, uh, um, I mean, I'm not saying about I'm just asking generally, like, do you think, how would we, how would the average Nigerian guy judge that? This is what we know. The average Nigerian guy is, is changing, uh, uh, now. So if you're talking about people like my, my uncle in his sixties or my dad, they would be a no-no. Like, I mean, a man has to be a man and you have to be able to service your woman and, you know, give her what she wants sexually. So she shouldn't have to introduce any kind of toys, 
to to help you. You should be able to help yourself. You should be able to help your woman. No, but it's I'm talking about spicing up the relationship. No, no, no that, that's, that's, I know. I'm talking about from an older man's point of view. So they're still Nigerian men. They're still men. Now, um, with us, with you and I, when I say us, I don't mean you in particular, but I mean our generation. Um, it's more acceptable. It's more, it's kind of like becoming, it, it, you don't, I don't think it's looked upon as the guy can't perform. It's just part of excitement. We're a little more open, just like we're a little more open to divorce and we're a little more open to, to exploring. And, but some people have an argument, the older generation probably have the argument that once you start doing that, you're introducing pornography into your, into your home. Is that a bad thing? Again, so this is, you can't, I'm really into food. Like, I can't eat the same meal every day. Or if, if you get tired of it, so you got to spice things up. But, but it's a routine. You can't, wait. you can't drive the same way every day. You can't drive the same mood every day. You can't. So you have to spice things yeah, up. Yeah, you can spice things up. You don't, you don't necessarily have to. Well, they, they, their argument would be you don't necessarily have to use sex toys to spice, spice things up. I think that, so this is, not, maybe not, I think if all the wives fuck their husband like on a routine basis, like maybe two, three times a week, he may not have that energy of trying to fuck chicks outside. He may, maybe, but I think it's unlikely. I think you find out that most men who fuck outside, they're having, let's call it wilder sex or the newness sex because maybe in the first year of dating your wife, you guys were doing doggy, hair in the car and all that, talking dirty. Now she's telling you that she has five minutes before she gets, before she goes to bed or, you know, the spice goes away and then when that things flatten out, then it's like, where's the thrill? You know, like, where's the energy? Where's the action? You, you know, I'm going to go back to this. Again, a lot of these things have to do with emotions. Somebody actually told me once. It's not emotional. Yeah, it's very emotional. You're collecting. No, no, listen, no, 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 listen, just like when people talk to me about exercise and people feel like exercise is more physical. Exercise is actually more mental than it is physical. Um, if I know of situations where a man, um, sleeps with, uh, a man sleeps with a woman, a woman sleeps with a man, or whatever the case is. If you're not in tune, if she's not doing something that you particularly like, or she's done something that you don't particularly like, it could affect the way you have sex. Your ego you, gets bruised. Yes, your ego gets bruised. And the same thing goes like for, for women. It shouldn't though. Well, again, it's, it goes, Imagine, back, to, it goes back to insecurity. We're well, all insecure. So it, the world is changing, definitely like, I was in a relationship <laughs> where I felt very inadequate, like real time, a real talk. And part of it was because the mistake we made was I was discussing her past relationship. And that's <laughs> a fucking no, no. <laughs> you know, because I, sometimes like I have, that's happened the, to the me way before. She described her past. I was like, how the fuck am I going to be? <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, that's the thing. Like, a lot of times I've been in a relationship well, like that before where I wanted curious, to know. I, I was just curious. I wanted to know. But then, when, oh, wait, and then you start, you start to play the scenario in your mind and you're like, damn, I mean. So that's part of it as well. And again, I think every side chick makes the guy feel like he's a fucking king. Most wife. Say so that again. Every side chick makes the man feel like he's a fucking king. Like he's handling business. Your wife doesn't have that fucking time. She doesn't. She's not going to stroke your ego. So, you're stuck and with now that. I have, I have so some side chicks are going to, okay, in fact, also, with side chicks, you're directing the sex. They're directing the play. Okay, so I have something to say. So, when it comes to cheating and Nigerian men cheating, most Nigerian men that I know that cheat, not to mention names, I don't know their names, so don't ask me for their names, but most Nigerian men that I know that cheat, cheat, more as a result of having some kind of contractual engagement with a chick outside. It's not really because they're emotionally involved. It's just more because I, I, I want to fuck. They need an outlet and they're not getting enough in the house. Exactly. And sometimes the house comes with drama that they don't want to fucking deal with. But, but sometimes... But I also know of men that their wives, I mean, I don't know them personally, but not uh, there, there are situations where 
men's wives are very, very sexual, but he still goes out to have sex. He, she does everything for him sexually, but he still goes out to have sex. What, what do you say about that? So, again, like, bottom line, it's the insecurities of a man um, and him not putting value in his missing value because it's just all, like, short-term gains. So, um, I also don't think that... So, part of this is also... The story that told us about marriage is bullshit. And, and the idea that you can find love in marriage. You know, the people who can connect physically, but there's an emptiness, like, which can... Which, again, is fine within himself, obviously, right? Um, but, um, so the wife who does everything, and guys, again, maybe this might go back to your love language shit then, where he's not, get, he's not getting something. Look at Halle Berry and Eric Bonet, like, Halle well, Berry. Let me, like, let me correct something. You like Halle Berry. I like Halle Berry. We don't know Halle Berry personally, and we don't know what she is like in a relationship. You just answered the fucking question then, because, the girl who's doing everything for her man, maybe she makes him feel like shit every single time. So, so, so that that he cannot so, talk so, so, so that then goes to emotions. So so it so, goes to insecurities and emotions. Well, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, insecurities and yeah, no, it's, it's an emotion. If if she's making him, she can bang so him. So we can control our emotions, and then depending on how we how and how. Enlighten me at that point in time, we can mistreat things. So, right now, if you do something to me because I'm insecure, my thinking insulting me, versus no, you're just correcting a view that I've had. So, the idea really is, I guess, well, you can call it emotion, but I think the underlining issue, the underlining um, <laughs> trait is either insecurities or fear of something that we're trying to avoid. Okay, well, let, let, me, let me just say something. So we talked about this insecurity thing, and yes, it might be insecurity, but I also thought, could it be just that men, it's not an insecurity thing, it's just a desire. Um, so it's not, so maybe it's not an insecurity thing, maybe it's just a desire that men have. It, it doesn't, we say it's, it's an insecurity, but it could also could be just a desire that we have, that we are not able to express the way that we want to. That's just my take. But in Nigeria, I'll tell you this, most men cheat on their wives and they exchange sex for money, not necessarily for another love outside. Most men, I mean, of course, like there are situations when they get caught in between where emotions start to get involved but most men are looking. Nigeria is a very Nigeria, Nigeria is a very stressful place. From having a business to having it, working as an employee somewhere to even managing your own home. Managing your own home in Nigeria is a business. From you know being your own um, what you call it local local what you call it because you gotta provide everything your own your own security your water your you know. Whatever, the, whatever you have to provide as a man in the house, you know, and that could be stressful enough that would make you want an outlet and you are probably not getting the outlet that you need the way you want it at home or you're not even getting it at all. At all. So, I mean, you then go outside and, you know, you have extra money. There are no strings attached to this. You know, I pay her X amount of money. She gives me a good it's time. It's a trade-off. It may not be money, it might be something else. It might just be companionship for the girls. In Nigeria, I, I know this is not the topic, but in Nigeria, we live for money. It's not, in other countries. No, so, I agree with you, but I'm saying that I, I'm aware of some women who, they, they have their own job, but they just need a companion. They need, they need that. Most times, buddy. most times when that happens, um, if, if it happens with a man, yeah. yeah, if it happens with a man, where he needs companionship. It's no, no, the woman needs companionship as well. So, like, the guy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Because, so, it, the other fucked up thing we see now is marriage is, has been pushed back, so folks don't get married right after college anymore. They're waiting. And then, unfortunately, when a lady talks at mid-30s, she's not married, it's a bit tough for her to find a guy, you know, and then she might settle for a fuck relationship or, not, that sounds crass, she might settle for, like, a relationship where she knows the guy is not going to be there constantly, but at least he's able to like, because you don't, I mean, 
forget the pillow talk, but just having that presence around, you know. Um, so I think I, you, you also see a lot of that. It, it's, you know, why are we getting married later now? For, you know, men are chasing money. And then now a 34-year-old woman, you know, I don't know. Most women want to have a gap between them and her husband and their husbands, for example. So you find them, you know, they, they kind of miss that. 28, 29-year-old relationship where they could have maybe tied the knot. Now you find them not just settling because they have the career, you know, they have the house, they have the car, they have the, the, the independent, but they're still that yearning for a companion, somebody that can be there for them. And they might settle for a part-time lover versus a full-time bullshit guy, you know. Um, kind of just kind of speak through the rest. Um, there's little fear of getting caught, so men kind of keep doing it. Um, this is a bit F to say. I think women, when they, get, when they have kids, they become mothers first. I mean, it's, that's also maybe a natural thing or a cultural thing. But um, a, guy get, a man gets sidelined in the house, you know, and again, because we're the weaker sex mentally, the voices in our head tells us some bullshit, you know, and that's where the insecurity grows because now, you know, it could be a case where the kid sleeps in the, in the room, you know, and mommy doesn't have time for daddy anymore, <laughs> you know, um, because she's doing a lot job-wise, uh, coming home, homework, you know, bonding with the kids, and then you just want to, you know, smash her quickly before the kids wake up. And she doesn't, she does, she's just not there mentally. And that's a challenge for women as well, which is, gives access for men to say, well, you know, if wife is busy doing all these other things and she doesn't have time to satisfy these physical needs. So I, 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 I'm sorry to interrupt you, but is it at any point, for, forget about religion now, is it at any point okay for a man to go ahead and do it like she? So one of my jobs in the States, I had a, we had a, a group of Thank you folks who were talking and, and what we said was, I think every man should be given a free pass to cheat maybe like once <laughs> once a quarter once a year you know because you know Jacob J. Waller like you know get it out of the system that kind of thing that sounds really really fucked up but well I mean I'm sure there are guys out there who who are who they've done better who, who they're fully aware of themselves they can control um, their, their their temptations but it's very very hard and I think because and it's too easy here in Nigeria as well you know, in the States, getting a hotel room is like Wahala. You know, you're not going to do that. You know, let you know, there's a lot of fucking guest houses everywhere. And even if it's like, what's happening there? And again, like I said, like back then, you have to sneak around. You have to sneak around. Here, like, you don't have to. In fact, the guy you're fucking is your wife's friend. You know, I mean, like, and nobody cares about I mean, not that they didn't care about that, but like, they'll keep it low key. You know, so like, that is. How many times you had people hooking people up with girls? Like, girls hooking girls up. Like, so the culture here is just so work based on poverty, based on, like, um, financial constraints. You know, um, but um, sex has always been part of humanity. And I think forever, prostitution, prostitution has always been there. I think it's one of the oldest professions that, you know, has been there. That there's almost no way that a man will not have sex. Now, um, should he be limited to sex with his wife, ideally? Um, does he have enough, you know, sense to keep it that way? It's tough, you know, because there's little, there's, there's a lot of um, factors that affect a man becoming a man. You know, um, if your circle of friends are fucking around, then you almost have to. You know, if you're trying to get a contract and the guy who's trying to give you the contract to the government, he says, Bamumawa. You know, you almost have to, you know. So yeah, I mean, like in Nigeria, sorry to cut you off, but in Nigeria, that's one of the uh, the things we, that's one of the cultures that we have where it's, you know, men, it's about drinking because I don't drink for one. And and not to say that I'm, I'm good for not drinking. I used to. And every once in a while, I still have a drink. So it's not, it's not like, like I'm against it or whatever. But, I've been in situations where um, I've gone out with guys and they order drinks first time, second time, and I order water or juice. And they look at each other like, oh, who is this guy? I can't really trust this guy. 
And the same thing goes with what you're saying with with women as well. Like if a man knows if you're cheating on your on your wife, and you know that I'm not, and you know that I never do it, your chances are you're never going to do it in front of me, and you're always going to you're always going to think that I'm judging you. Yeah. So, so that's part of insecurity. Yeah. So yeah. that's part of insecurity. I'm so, a lot of opportunities for you. Exactly. So uh, even like a small, a slightest example, and it's human nature. It's not just men. It's not, not just on men. If, as we're talking now, if I do this, which is nobody can see me now, but I'm I'm clean inside of my mouth and I'm looking at you. In essence, what I'm telling you, what you're hearing me tell you, is that you have something inside of your mouth. You should clean it. So when I'm doing something, most times, I'm doing it for myself. But people are reading it to mean that's what you should be doing. A better example is yawning. Yeah. So if I yawn, you're going to yawn as well. So I, I think that, and this, so we, we pick up a lot of habits and a lot of subtle cues from people, even though they're not saying it, but we pick it up from them. You know, and you said something that, which is, I guess, goes back to the whole peer pressure thing, the idea of not being judged. We have to feel into a tribe, right? Because being out of that tribe will cost us a lot. So, you know, and in that tribe, there are norms. There's the drinking, there's the rough talk, there's that, there's that. And there's, it's expensive to be out of it. And we want to fit in. And I think what may have happened in Lagos, Nigeria, is that they have put the tribe first versus the individual, individuality first, or individuals first. But let's kind of wrap this up. What would you say is the... Imagine we, we women listen to this. Like, what would you advise them to do to slow down their men cheating or stop the men from cheating? Well, for first things first, I tell you, you can't slow down a man that wants to cheat. Uh, you can't stop a man that wants to cheat. Like, it, I, I think women, advice for women that I have is um, be a little more aware and be a little more um, understanding of your man and let him be himself around you. Um, if there are loads of women that know their men cheat but are in denial for whatever reason like they just feel like oh yeah I'm not, I'm not going to look at that but maybe have that conversation with them and be you know don't be as I know it's difficult but don't be so jealous about it that you can't have that conversation but have that conversation with what what are the kind of things you like, you know? And maybe if you start doing some of those things, not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to stop cheating, but I mean, it's just no. He just knows that you're you're listening and you're paying a little more attention to him. That's for a guy that you know is cheating because you're not doing something in particular. But generally, that's just the way human beings are wired. I always tell tell people this, and and this. Uh, new dispensation, new, this new generation, this new age. Um, most of our phones know more about ourselves more than our, our wives or our husbands do. Have a conversation with your husband. Do not just have, do not just communicate, comprehend. Try to understand because it's different. There's a difference between communication and comprehension. Try to comprehend what he's saying. Try to understand, trying to put yourself in his shoes. And, you know, and if, I mean, I guess if he does it, you know. <laughs> stay with him, I mean, don't worry. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. If you can't handle it, then, you know. Okay. Well, my, my, my advice would definitely be, like you said, communication. I think um, everybody has inner demands, and sometimes we don't know how to fight it. And if we have that support to say, yes, this is real, and we can do it together, I think that can go a long way. Um I think that um, yeah, so a healthy relationship, and then understanding how men ticks. Why a man should do the same thing for women as well, because we're all different. But then, if I even understanding where they're coming from, and it's not like a man is a victim in all this. No, most times we we're fully aware of what what we're doing, but we're fully aware of it because we're only calculating the first few steps, not long term. You know, the idea of you know, fucking around and your kids finding out is bullshit. The idea of losing your marriage because you fucked around is so expensive. You know, um, it's not just money-wise, it's just like everything else. So, 
Um, definitely communicate with your husband. Things, these things do happen. Um, you know, um, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. Have enough sex if you enjoy sex. If you don't, then obviously talk about it. An experiment, you know. Um, nobody wants to be doing missionary for forty fucking years. No, but see for yourself. Some people will enjoy it. Some people like it. <laughs> you know, but um, that's pretty much it, though. So this is the first first podcast. Um, All right, thanks for listening. My name is Bimbo Bajo. And- hey guys, first of all, thank you very very much for spending this time with us. We're very honored. Just a little disclaimer, right? So nothing we say here is a general truth. It is our own truth that we're owning. It's my truth, it's Bimbo's truth, and we're learning as we go along. We're students of life. We encourage you to continue to work on your ideas and your beliefs to be a better version of yourself. Don't forget to like, share the link with your friends, uh, subscribe to our mailing list, subscribe to the podcast, and we look forward to spending some more time with you next week. Bye.